This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. This is Mark Lloyd and I was joined by my panel on What's New 22 this week. Music producer Phil Pendlebury, drummer Eddie Parsons and vocalist Louise Shufflebottom. All top-notch musicians in the city of Dubai and we took a look at a legend of an album. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. What's new 22 where we get to talk real music with people in the know? We've got the panel back in uh, with us. Uh, Producer Phil Pendlebury. Hello, Philippe. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Good to have you back. Thank you. Uh, We've also got drummer Eddie, of course. Eddie Parsons. Hi, Mark. Good evening, everybody. Nice to see you. The blue shades. I always mention what colour shades you've got. Uh, Yeah. Kind of blue, a kind of blue. We should be doing some jazz. It's a kind of magic. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a brand new panellist in Louise who's joining us. Louise, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Great to see you uh, <laughs> back in the studio. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, the bands that you're working in at the moment. I mean, you're often mentioned on this show as probably being one of the best singers in this Every city. Week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm blushing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yes, I've got a new... I'm back in Dubai with a yeah, new band. Yeah, because you left a while. Yeah, a I will left during... Covid times, and then I came back um, to work with a very talented bunch of musicians. We've got a band we're called the Rebel Bass, and we work in Lock, Stock and Barrel and Wave House. Nice, so, yeah, what yeah. a great band name! They well. are, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've seen loads of videos of, of you guys online. I mean, absolutely brilliant stuff you do. Thank you. We're having a good time. We're, we're coming up to I think it's the first of December. Excuse yeah. me, will be our first official birthday. Right. So we're not babies anymore, no, so we're no, getting no. pretty tight. And I saw big. a video of you doing the Kate Bush running up that hill. Which <laughs> My favourite. You, you had to do. You had to put that in the set, didn't you? Anyway, uh, we're going to take a look at a couple of stories. But the, the topic that we're looking at in this uh, first segment is what was the first song that you bought, the first single that you bought? Maybe you're too young to have bought singles. Maybe it's the first one that you downloaded, perhaps, or even got on CD. And what was your family's reaction to it is what we are talking about. And I think I'm going to start with Eddie on this one, uh, as I love the first one that, that you went out to, to buy. What, what are your memories of, uh, of this and your pocket money and, and going out and buying this song? Yes, well... Um in a, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, we're yeah. talking sort of uh, early 70s here. Yeah. Um, the very first uh, uh, single that I bought, emphasis on the single, was from a band called Sweet. The, the Sweet. The Sweet, the sweet oh. yeah, and it was the glam rock era. Yeah. And um, it was called Ballroom Blitz. And oh, it was a wow. great song. Yeah. Phil. It was a rocker. Nothing wrong with this. And um, they, they had like the, all the, all the yeah, gear, yeah. you know, the, the platform yeah. shoes and, and the sparkly eye, uh, eye makeup, the whole <laughs> nine yards. And I brought it home and I would just played it and played it and played it. Yeah. And um, Did you drum along to it? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, Let's have a listen to it. So, Eddie, that was your first single, Ballroom Blitz. Uh, and what did uh, what did Mum and Dad make of that? Oh, they loved it. They loved, loved it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cool, Mum and Dad, aren't you? Well, I was in the band by that time. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my dad's band by then. And, and we're also kind of just throwing in there as well some of the music that you remember that your parents played. That's and, right. and this is what you came up with. 
also uh, the shadows. I can still picture my dad playing it now, doing doing the shads walk as well. Really, he used, to call, he used to call them the shads because <laughs> he was in the in the, the band leader, I guess. My dad, yeah, my dad was a guitarist and singer, and um, and uh, I was just obviously brought up on all this sort yeah. of stuff, and he loved the shadows. And yeah, Hank Marvin yeah. was his. Yeah. Was his sort of garden? Yeah, he had guitarist. he had like the, the the Telecaster. He later went to a, a Strat, SG. Yeah. He went to an SG eventually. Oh, your dad? Yeah, uh, sorry, but, but he but had he had a, um, a Strat. Sorry, and he had the in, uh, the uh, what was the taped copycat copycat? That's WM right. copycat. And yeah. the AC thirty yeah. and all. So you get all the, the curly. The, the and it had the whole nine yeah, and it was yeah. great. And I'd just be at the back, just drawing, going, "Yeah, got that." Fantastic <laughs> memories. Um, I'm going to play this. Okay, Phil, go on, let us have it. Well, First single, uh, yeah. T-Rex. T-Rex, Telegram, Sam. That Basically, that guy, Mark Boland, summed up everything I wanted to be when I was a little, mm, let's yeah. say, below 10-year-old kid. <laughs> okay. um, you know, he had the look, the glam thing. I had the long hair already by that point. I was keyed up as a kind of, you know, getting into the guitar side. Yeah. Funnily enough, followed closely by Little Willie. Oh, by, yeah. the suite, by the sweet, which yeah. was uh, 72 and uh, Boron Blitz 73. 73. Um, the, the rocky, the rocky glam rock thing was just what I loved then, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. So, what was the reaction? Did, was, was the parents so, supportive? Yeah, similar to you. I don't remember my mum's reaction, but I do remember very clearly putting the album on, uh, putting the single on, and um, and dad saying, No, no, you're, you're gonna have to. <laughs> You know, and then I was saying earlier, you've got to imagine for them that kind of music back yeah. in the seventies was yeah. outrageous. Because they were—I mean, your mum and dad were listening to this. Yeah, uh, quite a difference in style there from Julie Andrews to uh, to T-Rex. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> of course, as we said last week, Sound of Music, it's yeah. always been an inspiration. And you know me, um, yeah, I love the rock, I love the dance, I love the ballad, and you name it, yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, thank you, David, for your message. Oh. First single for me was Way Down by Elvis Presley. Parents were fine with it. Uh, Watch Tech, hi, Mark. In my case, it was two full albums bought, both on the same day. The first was Sep. Pultura, Chaos AD, and the second was a Polish punk band called The Bill. <laughs> Needless okay. to say, both parents were over the moon, and on occasion <laughs> I still play them a track or two from uh, these awesome. albums. Keep those coming in, guys. 4001, the first single that you bought. How, how did your parents feel about it? Let's come over to Louise right now. And uh, your first single, Louise. Yes, an absolute classic. I Should Be So Lucky by <laughs> Carly Vanell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that stock, Aiken and Waterman mm -hmm. sound. That I would have thought that was too poppy for you. No, um, you not, know? no. Kylie Minogue was my introduction to music and singing. And if anybody is as old as me, will remember that music video. She's got the... Yeah. It was pink. Mm. My mum redecorated my bedroom with a big Kylie poster behind it the minute I kind of got it and fell into it. Wow. And wow. She was my initial love affair with music yeah. and... She was. She played Glastonbury 2019, 
and I cried through the whole <laughs> Excellent. thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I wish <laughs> I had your mum and dad because they were playing this in the house. Me and Mrs. Jones We got a thing Oh, that is just one of my all-time favourites. And uh, that was wafting around your living room. That was in the car, in the living room. My yeah. mum's going to love the fact that she's going to hear this and get a mention. Hi, shall we give it? Shall we give it another, another few <laughs> bars? What's mum's name? Joan. 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 You've got impeccable taste. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right then, here's the single that I bought and sadly had to return to the shop with because it didn't meet my dad's expectations. I'm saying, really, what's wrong with it, Dad? You know, it's, it's it's the Jacksons. It's take it back to the shop. So I, I goes back to the shop with this single, but they wouldn't give me my money back, but they said you can choose something else. So I chose Jambalaya from the Carpenters. Took it home, played Jambalaya, and my dad loved it. He said, you can keep that one. <laughs> and what was raf- wafting around my house, there was a lot of Mario Lanza, the student prince, and all that kind of thing. But I, I remember a box set that featured this. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. So Dad did have pretty good uh, musical taste, I would say, if he was playing Sinatra back then. So that's what we're talking about. 4001, um, the first single that you ever bought, how it went down with your parents, and, and what were they playing around at the house? Get, uh, get your uh, messages in to 4001. You can use WhatsApp as well on 04871 Right then, uh, a legend of an album is what we have for you this week, and it's from the one and only Mr. John Legend. <laughs> Spotlight, dancing in it all night Just take a number cause you're standing in a long line I took my best shot and threw my hands to the sky Yeah, yeah, yeah Seen some girls overrated, beautiful and jaded On a scale of one to ten, she more like an 80 She's a jackpot, lottery, rainbow and a pot of gold So I let her know So the album is called Legend from the one and only John Legend. There's our first track, Boy Like Me. Straight to Louise on that. What did you make of it? I knew you were going to come to me first. (laughs) I like the the kind of Latina vibes it's got going on. It's a very eclectic eclectic album. Yeah. Um, And this is one of the slightly more livelier ones, isn't it? But the Latina vibes that are going on in the background, I'm sure Phil will have a lot to say about the production 
of yep. it. But yeah, it's a good. It's a nice like feel-good piece. Yep. A cowbell going on there. Right? Yep. Yes, exactly. We love a cowbell. And we do. More cowbell, <laughs> oh. baby. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. A nice, nice pumping sort of bass, walking bass run there as well. Which mm-hmm. I found really uplifting. Yeah, vocally. Oh, it's John Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Phil. Yes, indeed. The I mean, is saturation going to come no, in? No, there's no <laughs> saturation involved, except for me, as usual. Uh, oh, yeah, come over. Um, yeah. Nice little offbeat thing at the intro there. John Roger Stevens. There's a reason why. He was a, a coach on the USA Voice. Because is that really? He is, he is a legend, basically, isn't yes, he? His songwriting, yeah. his arrangement, his production with Ryan Tedder, who does Beyonce and all these other... It's just... We don't need to review this album because we know <laughs> it's going to be a 10. <laughs> uh, I mean, vocally, um, John Legend. I mean, he's, he's not someone I would often just automatically choose to listen to, so it's been nice to be introduced to mm-hmm. this album... Oh, I mean, vocally, I I don't think the man can do any wrong. No. Like that voice is. He's like this generation Stevie Wonder, I think. In, yes. In, in, you know, when I first heard him, I, I kind of thought, oh, is there some Stevie Wonder yeah, in there? Yeah, there is a tone yeah. very similar to Stevie. Yeah. yeah. Just want to get into a couple of birthdays, though, uh, Eddie. We've got some musicians who are celebrating today. Yes. Birthdays today as uh, Avril Lavigne. Okay. And uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah. In the sort of uh, get down in the hood. Love it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and it's also the late, great Meatloaf's birthday oh, today. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what what a performer he was! He came to the Hilton Beach Club. He once did, and you and I spoke yeah, on, on, on air about sadly that. Sadly, when he died, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were both at that gig and um, bumped into each other. Then. Yeah, that was a few years ago, but what a great gig that was! I clearly remember it. Me too, me too. Fabulous, fabulous night. And uh, something else that you want to bring up as well: a little musical headline is yes, is the uh, best drummer on, on in this, America. On this day in 1974, there was a um, a well-known magazine in the states that um, ran a survey to find out who was the best drummer in America at that time. And lo and behold, Karen Carpenter came first. Well well deserved. (laughs) Closely followed by Led Zeppelin's John Bonham. (laughs) (laughs) I think must have been a little bit miffed. (laughs) uh, Well, yeah, I would have thought so. I mean, uh, beautiful voice, Karen Carpenter, and uh, a great drummer, very traditional style. She played with a traditional grip and was very much in the sort of Buddy Rich vein. Yeah. well, well taught and a great player. And of course, it's well known as well that she wasn't fond of coming out front. No, it, no, that no. Wasn't, no. It really wasn't her thing. Um, she, she wanted to stay behind the drums, and but the voice was just too yeah, good, it's Louise, just wasn't it? Way yeah. too good. Thank goodness for us she did, because some yeah. of those, I mean, that's probably one of the sort of memories of like being in the back of the car, pretending you're asleep, and my mum and dad were listening to Piccadilly Gold. Yeah. Or Piccadilly Old, as I used to call it. <laughs> when, and the, like, the Carpenters was on it constantly. And just at the time, I didn't appreciate how much musical knowledge I was getting from that radio yeah, station yeah, until yeah. I started singing and started doing these things. Mm. And Karen Carpenter's voice is just next level. It's, it's just purity, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. clean. In fact, somebody, somebody asked me the other day, um, if you had to choose between Karen Carpenter and Barbara Streisand, Ooh. who would it be? And I see you're putting me in a bit of a sticky situation there because I love them both. That's a, that's but I think I'd go Karen. It's very... It, I mean, the thing is, and I think people think that being a good singer means that you have to be powerful and strong mm. and hold high notes, and it's not. Like, Karen Carpenter is the perfect example of that. Low like, notes, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, the range, the low register, it's something I'm jealous of. I've done her songs a few times mm. back at home and had to 
change the key just slightly because I can't hit those low notes, but what a, mm. what a tone yeah. and quality, just perfection. No saturation back then. Zero, zero, <laughs> zero, only natural, you know. All right, let's have a listen then to our second track. This is from John Legend. Let us know what you think. It's called All She Wanna Do. She moves in peculiar ways this room. It's nothing more than her stage It's so cruel The life of the party Should be the death of me I told her you're the love of my night I won't stop till you're the love of my life I won't stop till you're the one that I'm taking home One I've been waiting for But all she wanna do is All she wanna do is All she wanna do is dance all I wanna do is get up on it. Got me in the palm of her hands. All I wanna touch is her nirvana. Feels like I've been waiting for forever and the night to get this chance. But all she wanna do is, all she wanna do is, all she wanna do is dance. All I wanna do is pull her close. Got me in the palm of her hands. She don't want this song to be over. Feels like I've been waiting for forever and the night to get this chance. All she wanna do is, all she wanna do is Daylight, can't get away from the flashing lights She on the run trying to chase that high Yeah, the life of the party should be the death of me I told her you're the love of my night I won't stop till you're the love of my life I won't stop till you're the one that Taking home one I've been waiting for. No, all she wanna do is all she wanna do is dance. All I wanna do is get a phone. Got me in the palm of her hands. All I wanna touch is her no fun. Feels like I've been waiting for forever and the night to get this chance. Second track then from the album Legend and uh, All She Wanna Do, Eddie. Beautiful song. I really like this one. It's got a lovely groove to it. And again, it's um, got that production. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. That vocal production, which is so rich, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Phil yeah. will tell us mm-hmm. the details, but um, it sounds like it's got an effect on it. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It's not vocoder or anything, but no. it just makes it sound so rich and smooth and full and yet c- clear and crisp. It's just that richness button. Yeah. If there is such uh, a Rhythmically thing. as well. Look, Beautiful. Really it kind of has um, a nod here and there to a few things in the past. Um, it had... A bit of a, disco, yeah, a bit, a bit of a chic feel to it. Yeah, there's a yeah. bit of, but it's great and it's it's upbeat. It's I poppy. thought Jason Derulo, mm, uh, okay. I want you to want me. That's like yeah. the first thing that came to my yeah. head. That kind of groove, but that bass line is. Yeah, it's popping, isn't it? I'm, I'm yeah. making hand gestures to say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> great. Go on then, Phil. Let's break it down. Okay, I'll try and be quick here because I, I don't want to take now over. Take as much time. time as you like. But um, first of all, I loved the, I loved the fact. Don't forget. That, now this track I haven't listened to, so this is my very first hearing yeah, of this. Yeah. I listened to the other one, the build up, and then the drop to nothing except for drums, bass, and actually two vocals, an octave yeah, apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's brave for a start off, but what an impact because you're waiting for this big thing. What, how is it going to get any bigger than that? And then it mm. drops to just the super funky bass and, and mm. drums. Um, regarding the effects on the vocals, well, 
there's a little bit of, you can hear and, it, and let's put it this way they wouldn't do this by accident there's a little bit of tuning going on there there's a little bit of auto-tune or what, whichever one you want to use um, and does, they wouldn't they does w- John Legend need auto-tune? no of course no, he doesn't no, no, it's done no. It's done to complement the yeah, sound yeah. it's not yeah. it's not uh, it's not needed like an ADT effect the, automatic no, no different thing it'll just pull you just <laughs> pull you. there's lots of tools we have now to pull your vocal in tune or even if it's already in tune you can kind of adjust things so if you decide to change something later on you can do that but it just know. it just sounds really so full th- and there's rich. a little bit of that there's there's the overall compression there is a little bit of kind of chorusy wideness and then there's the the octave above and above his actual vocal and of course, don't forget, it's like with the guitar and with the drums, with all these things, there's his voice as well, yeah. which is extremely important. It is. Let's have a little clip of John. He's talking about the facts, you know, that all this team can be in different parts of the US. Um, he just does his vocals, sends it off, and the magic happens. So much of what we do is shared, you know, um, online. So even in the creation process, maybe I'll sing the record in LA, but the producer's in New York, or vice versa. And uh, so I'll record the vocal, send it uh, to the producer, and they'll finish up the rest of the arrangement, uh, you know, remotely from where I am. And so that way artists can work while they're on tour, they can work while they're in different cities, and, and still collaborate with people who are in places thousands of miles away. And I would imagine he's got the best producers going. Well, the, like I just mentioned earlier on, um, obviously, uh, I wasn't, again, I wasn't joking, John Roger Stevens, and if you look at the credits, Stevens, 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 and that's actually him. That's John Legend. That's, right. That was that's his, his real name. original name, and he yeah. changed his name because somebody saw him and said, you sound like you're a legend already. <laughs> That's, uh, so there's him, and then there's this other guy, yeah, Ryan Tedder, who does Beyonce and Adele and all these other people. So, yeah. Yeah. so how are we liking it so far, Louise? Yes, I, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised by it, to be honest, because like I said, it's not something I'd normally no. listen to, and there's a lot of, it's the, there's a lot of variety on the tracks, yeah. but the, the ones that have got the old school grooves to them are the ones that are my favourites at the moment. Right, Eddie. Yeah, as I said just now, I love the song. It's got a great feel. But just listening to him speak there, he's got that almost almost quite nasally sort of sound. And I heard that in yes. his voice when he was singing. It made it very clipped and very clear. Mm. It was very particular yeah. the way he, he, he worked his voice. So, that it, so yeah. rhythmically, it was yeah, yeah, quite nasally, but it gave it a, very, a lot of clarity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to come back. We've got two more tracks to squeeze in, and uh, we'll give you our verdict on the album Legend. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Here we are back with uh, the panel, Louise, Eddie and uh, Phil and myself, Mark Lloyd, of course, looking at this uh, album from John Legend. Next song uh, we're going to hear a little clip of is called You.
right, there's uh, our third track. Let's talk some falsetto with uh, Louise. <laughs> he's certainly he's he's certainly going full on falsetto there, isn't he? Eh? I'm a sucker for a bit of a falsetto. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself. But yeah, um, I love that one. It's got the kind of the similar vibes to the stuff that Bruno Mars and Silk Sonic have been doing. That yeah. again, the old school stuff, but with again, Phil will do the technical <laughs> side of it. Talk about all the stuff that's going on in the background. But um, yeah. Another, that's the one that's kind of stuck in my head the most as well since listening to it. Mm, I like the Latin one. That's my favourite on the, on the yeah, album. Because yeah. I like me kind of bossing over Brazilian yeah. kind of stuff. But uh, what do you make of that, Eddie? Yeah, I really liked it. And um, I was Phil and I were talking whilst it was playing, but uh, this, I'm sure Phil's going to go into detail, but there were some great <laughs> effects going on there. But a lovely, again, a lovely bass run. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and also that sort of old school beginning with that sort of... Crackly, yeah, yeah, which you yeah. get on the old 45s, which you can actually get a program for that. Now. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's called saturation. Though, yeah. I, th- no. I think an, an honourable <laughs> mention for the bass player, though. Definitely. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's just it's just beautiful for me. I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, yeah, there was saturation going on there. <laughs> uh, the plug-in you can get. Yeah, it cost you about thirty quid. For, and it gives uh, that old vinyl. Yeah, and you can vinyl. Cho- you can. I've just used it on a track. Funnily enough. Um, Man, remake of Manfred Mann's thing that I might have sent you uh, and it emulates the sound of different needles on different mm-hmm. speed records and so on but um, yeah the, the vocoder yes. the vocoder on the backing vocals and then a little bit on a single line vocoder meaning you, you can play a note on the, yeah, yeah, on the keyboard and, and that was saturated Right. Okay. So that's that slight distortion, so it doesn't sound too pure and clean. So there you go. I yeah. got me saturation. You in got this it. Week. In, you got it. In but eventually. what a great song! What yeah. Great song. Overall, it was just super bad monster yeah. killer. It's really, but it's really <laughs> totally, like totally produced. Okay, we got one last dance. Sometimes I wander down the street The place I swept you off your feet I haven't seen you here in a while That drink you love still tastes the same The DJ hasn't changed You just put on our favorite record right now When that melody plays And I see you
you're a soul boy like me, you'll love that. I'm thinking way back to the platters and yeah. the stylistics and the shy lights and, and bands like that. Temptations. The, the temps, temps, yeah. Yes. Um, one last dance, Louise. I, that I immediately felt Tracks of My Tears vibes. Yeah. Smokey Robinson, yeah. yeah. Nice one. The ca- again, similar, similar tone, but John Legend, if that makes any sense, the, the whole song's got a similar tone to... Tracks of My Tears. I know I keep comparing his, all his songs to other songs, but it evokes some kind of memory and it's got yeah. that same kind of story in it as well, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought that was the... Lovely. Yeah, I've changed my mind. That's my favourite now. <laughs> forget the Latin stuff. Eddie? Yeah, it's definitely got that Tamla groove to it, hasn't it? Tamla Motown. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I loved it. loved it. Uh, interesting, the, yeah. the snare drum... Sorry to... F- Not at all. But... Um, it reminded me of sometimes when the Beatles recorded it, like the snare drum sounds like it's just had a towel thrown yeah. over the top of it. That, do, do, yeah. Do, do, yeah. We, but it's perfect for that for that sort of uh, retro yeah. nostalgia. I, I bet there's feel. a plug-in for that. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you, know, you know, I'm not even going to talk about that anymore. Yes, there is. Yeah, there, the there, oh, of course, the, well, the kit, the kits that you can use uh, come with a toweled snare. Yeah, yeah, of course they do. Yeah, um, old school realism, but modern production so you've yeah. got that like uh, you, Louise and Eddie both summed it up perfectly there's not really need to say much more mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful atmosphere I and think then, all in and all and then you've got that overall modern production sound that big bottom end and the yeah. sizzly top yeah great I th- song I think all in all Eddie a, a really good album dip it in chocolate yeah <laughs> <laughs> Louise dip it dip it I don't know What's what the dip rest it in of that chocolate phrase? means but yes uh, yeah, no, um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought initially when you said we were reviewing John Legend. I was like, mm, don't really listen to him. Mm. See, I've, can I, I ask you? One over. Can, you on. All right, the earlier, what was the big song that everybody was singing? All of me. Yeah, now, did that kind of, mm, I got tired of hearing it. Uh, yeah, the, well, I'm, I've got an honourable mention on the album that we've not talked about, one called Stardust, which uh, has got very, it's very similar, that kind of romantic. Okay. Singing "You're Made of Stardust," it's that's like quint. What I would class as quintessential yeah, John Legend okay. and the kind of stuff I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been pleasantly surprised by all the old school nods, yeah. which is it's won me over. Yeah, I've got to say. Yeah, I, just, I mean, you said it was ten out of ten, right from the start. I, I, I kind of did. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not you know going to buy his next album yeah. the second it comes out. But just listening to that, it's just quality. What can you say? Yeah. He's got a beautiful, beautiful voice, lovely range. There's no, you know, pretentiousness no. there, it, and and it's just lovely. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed listening to it. Great musician. Now. Yeah, certainly. Uh, right then, Louise, where can we see you performing? Um, maybe tonight or maybe throughout the week where uh, are you going to be? Thursday and Saturday you can find me at Lock, Stark and Barrel Barsha Heights oh. with my lovely band shout out to the boys hello yeah. <laughs> Hi, boys. Uh, Phil, are you, are you still? Yeah, a little, bit? Uh, little Bavaria in Queen on a Friday, uh, Abu Dhabi Saturday. That's starting the Double Tree brunch, and then the new venue opening in October mid. Uh, that's in DIFC. But I'll tell you all about right, that next right. week. And I'm sure the band is going to be coming back. Yeah, there's a thumbs up there. Yes, uh, um, we'll be. Uh, we've got a couple Fixer, of gigs. This com- is a uh, couple of gigs coming up in October. On uh, Saturday 22nd in Abu Dhabi and Saturday 29th here in Dubai in association with Harley Davidson. There are two um, Harley Davidson events that we're playing at. And you'll like this, Phil. We're actually going to be um, 
uh, teaming up with Dio. So we're getting the band back oh. together. So Dio's going to be uh, joining us for those gigs, and so we'll be... Um, Oh, of awesome. course. Back it's to the original four piece. singer. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, really Brilliant. looking forward to that. Well, guys, it's been absolutely great having you on the show. I approve of the t shirt, Louise, with Phil Collins <laughs> there. But, but seriously, I think, is, is the album. Yeah. Cover. I've got yes on. I'm still, I'm still trying to convert the guys to come in band t shirts. No, maybe. <laughs> you have no budget. <laughs> we need to introduce them to the vintage t shirt. We certainly do. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.